0: Welcome to Hey, Watch This. I am Paul Goebel. I'm David Bax. How's it going, David? Well, I'm in kind of a shitty mood right now. Yeah. I feel terrible. I told the Screen Bites podcast that I would talk Hunger Games with them today. Uh, I told them that like a week ago and didn't put it on my calendar and didn't check my emails and saw that I 100% forgot about it and I feel like a real shitheel right now. Give them a, a free plug then. I just did, Screen Bites. Yeah, but that's not much of a plug, Screen Bites. Oh, is it well, spelled good. with a they're...
1: Y or a I or Is there ScreenBites.com? No, is that a right. podcast? It's, it's
0: Screen Bites with an I. Man, but...
1: you're 0 for 2 with these guys. You blow them off, then you yeah. give them a shitty plug. What's yeah. next? Yeah, I don't know. Screen I... Bites. It's actually it's a podcast about screens. okay. Like computer screens.
0: Okay. Oh, I see. So <laughs> it's just like little bites lie. of information.
1: Exactly. It's about five minutes. I don't know why they're talking about Hunger Games.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've
1: all done that. I remember once uh, when I was uh, in, I think I was a sophomore in college, and I of course still had friends who were in high school, and hung out with them, <laughs>
0: like uh-huh. they were
1: seniors. Yeah. Uh, my friend Chad specifically, um, and my old drama teacher used to invite me. And actually, my friends Alex Bays, now head writer for Seth Meyers. Yeah. And Peter Marietta, creator and executive producer of Christella. I don't know if he created Christella, but he executive produced it. But he's a creator of uh, Greetings from Tucson. And there was another show that he ran. Uh, oh, Wizards of Waverly Place. He was the Emmy winner for that. So the three of us used to go and like teach improv to these high school uh-huh. kids. Uh, and do games with them. And one year, I totally forgot because... <laughs> I had, because school had already ended for me, uh-huh. but it was like the last week for the high school kids, so it was a Friday, I was sleeping in, Right. the phone kept ringing and ringing, this before cell phones, of course, and I kept ignoring it, and then finally, like, I got up and there was messages from my old teacher... From other than that, from Chad going, Paul, where are you? Miss Thomas, smoke is coming out of her ears. She's so pissed. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, fuck, I totally forgot. It was funny. And then when I went back there, they all gave me shit like I was still in high school.
0: <laughs> so, our condolences, well, Screen Bites. Yes, I um, completely welcome uh, Jeremy and the crew over at Screen Bites giving me as much shit as they want because I feel like. <laughs> feel really bad. Jeremy, yeah. Justin, and Jeremy. And I feel bad that
1: you now you guys know what it's like working with David. He's a fucking mess. Barely shows up. Always late if he even does show up. And then you should see what this place looks like when he leaves. Shit everywhere. <laughs> Candy wrappers, soda bottles, tissues. I don't even know where those come from. <laughs> Just he
0: gets up and his chair is covered in fucking used tissue. Um... Now, obviously, that's what you're saying there is not true, but what I do do to you constantly is text you the day before we're supposed to record and say, can we record either at an <laughs> earlier or later time? Yeah, that's true, but what's funny about that is it doesn't matter. I have nothing
1: to do. <laughs> now. I, I only have one kid here, and she's practically an adult. She has a job now, so she's all straightened out and on the fucking beaten path. Brooke and, you know, has a great job and she works 5 days a week. I don't do shit. <laughs> I work uh, when I work and I fucking, you know, do some creative shit and then I get high in between. So, yeah, I'm always fucking I'm always ready to to move it up or down or cancel it. A week, yeah, we've just, done that, just blow it off. Yeah. <laughs> Not like the old days. We used to a Paul Global show all the time. All right, well, let's talk about... Well, first of all, you mentioned The Room last week, right? I or rather, Room. room. Now, yeah. When we went to buy our tickets, I said, two for Room? And the guy's like, two for The Room. I said, ah, if I go in that theater and they start showing The Room,
0: I'm going to come back here. Um, but, yes, it's called Room. That and reminds me once I bought a ticket for the movie... Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
1: The Jim Carrey?
0: Yes, I said one. I, I had gone, it was the middle of the afternoon, I went on my own. I said, one ticket for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, please. Uh-huh. And the guy said, what? And I said, one for Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And he said, oh, one for Eternal? So apparently that he had just been referred, like, as far as he was concerned, the movie was yeah. called Eternal. Because and that's Spirit. all there was room for, of course. Probably, yeah. He kept looking, he, it was
1: like Eternal, Jaws, Close, and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, Schindler
0: yeah. yeah, these weren't all out at the same time
1: <laughs> But you but, get my point
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: fucking hate that I, uh, uh, Yeah, so we saw a Room And it. At the, I remember when it came out I thought, why would they call this movie Room? The Room is the most infamously bad movie uh-huh. Of the modern day so why would you do that on purpose? And then I, and now that I've seen it, like, you can't call that movie anything else. Right, it yeah. has to be called Room. It's yeah. a fucking amazing movie. I got to say, I don't often rave over movies that aren't funny. And this movie is not. There's a couple of parts where you chuckle because yeah. you're so fucking uncomfortable, you you welcome a light moment. Yeah. Um and that part with the dog? Uh-huh. Oh my god. I it was it's like you're so fucking happy after Almost two hours of just excruciating sadness. Uh-huh. It's a fucking roller coaster this movie. The fact that the most emotional part happens in the middle, not at the climax, yeah. but in the middle of the movie. Yeah, it's huge. Amazing. And cause you're like you sit there and go, oh, I guess it's over. Great movie. What? There's another hour? <laughs> Holy fuck. And the second hour is better than the first hour? <laughs> Are you shitting me? It's fucking amazing, and Macy and Joan Allen have small parts, but they're brilliant. Yeah, Brie Larson has to win an Oscar for this movie, right? Yeah, I think
0: she's definitely. Uh, well, she's—I mean, contender. she doesn't get nominated,
1: then the Oscars can go fuck themselves. It's a fucking clearly a farce. <laughs> but this is like, uh, like Jennifer Lawrence type shit from uh, yeah, Winter's Bone. Bone. Yeah, this is like, oh my god, this girl was on a dumb TV show, and she's been in a lot of dumb movies. Some great, some. You know, Wait, what dumb TV show was she on? Uh, United States of Terra. oh, which wasn't great, it wasn't horrible, but it's pretty dumb. But like, you know, she's in, she's the fucking, she's in uh, 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 Short Term Twelve, uh-huh. which she's amazing in. And wasn't she also in Rampart? Was, did, was I, she, didn't, I didn't see that? Yeah, I think she played Woody Harrelson's daughter in Rampart. But she was in um, Twenty One Jump Street, right? Yeah, but then yeah, in the meantime, she's in Twenty One Jump Street and Trainwreck. She's the
0: Trainwreck. she's the yeah. normal
1: sister in Trainwreck. Uh, Don John. Don John, which she had maybe three lines in, <laughs> yeah. even though she's in the whole movie. So she's in these goofy movies, and then she also does these amazing things. Uh, and this is... It's amazing to say this is... As great as this movie is, it's not the best movie she's ever going to make. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Because she's so young. But yeah, yeah. It, it, her and that kid deserves a nomination. Uh, maybe not to win, but... He was really good, and he wasn't like most kids where they're just being. You could tell he was acting in some scenes. Yeah, so awesome. Uh, I also saw this new pilot on Amazon called "Good Girls Riot," based on the book. I guess I don't know. It's a book about young uh, women who were uh, working at publications. It's a it's called News of the Week. It's a fantasy publication, but in the '60s, and like uh, one of the Gummer girls plays Nora Ephron in it so it's historically based and it's you know and it's i don't know it's weird because it's the acting is really good chris Diamatopoulos, whatever his fucking name is is on it and uh the kid from weeds is on it and uh your girlfriend from pitch perfect is on it which one is my girlfriend from pitch perfect the blonde the one who's your girl anna camp oh yeah i like her if anyone from Pitch Perfect is your girlfriend, who would it be? Uh, yeah, I guess it would be. Okay, camp. so don't pretend. Uh, but it, the script is really bad, though. It's weird because it's a period piece, so everything looks great. You know, it's like hippie '60s and stuff. Yeah. Anna Camp has huge hair and mini skirts, but and the acting's great because it's a great cast. But the fucking script is ridiculous. It's like written. It, it seems like somebody took her book in one hand and wrote down shit from <laughs> it in the other hand, and that was the script. So, uh, if it gets picked up, it'll be better, but, I don't know, it was interesting to me, at least. It's, at least, like most Amazon
0: pilots, it was different. So, that's all I did this week. What about you? Well, I saw the Hunger Games movie in preparation for this (laughs) podcast that I forgot to be on. (laughs) Um, No, I see every Hunger Games movie opening night, it's I've loved the franchise, which is why it pains me to say this final one is kind of a disappointment. I was just reading that a lot of people are disappointed yeah, by it. Yeah, it's kind of a letdown. Because there's
1: going to be one more, right? Or rather, two more in two parts? Or is this the no, very this last the, one? No, this is the two parts. This, this is this, the last yeah, it. This is ah. the, we're, yeah, we're done. So people are um, bummed that it's that the last one is no good.
0: It said no good. It just doesn't seem to carry through on the sort of emotional and narrative promise of the Series up to this point. It it continues like the political allegory in a way that I like. Yeah. But I just wasn't as invested as I had been in the past. You know why? Uh, Why?
1: Because they stretched it into two movies. Uh, Maybe that's why. It's a fucking breaking
0: point. point. Like I've always
1: said, when you put Back to the Future 2 and 3 and break it up into two movies, what you end up with is half a movie each. (laughs) Uh And that's what they did with fucking Harry Potter. Oh, it's just a cash grab. You know what? Fuck you. If you ever... And I'm talking about movie makers. If any movie maker dares to split another franchise into two parts, when I was a kid and you couldn't watch TV when you wanted to, you had to sit down at 8 o'clock if you wanted to see Happy Days every Tuesday, Uh there was nothing worse than getting to the end and going, oh my god, is Fonzie going to make it over that shark? And seeing To Be Continued. Yeah. Because you knew you had to wait at least seven days, in some cases, a whole summer huh. whereas now people will tell you this is a cliffhanger so maybe wait two weeks you can watch them both at once <laughs> right but back then you couldn't do that so and it pissed me off and when i went into the theater to see back to the future 2 and it ended with to be continued i said fuck you how dare you make me pay to see a full movie and you show me half a movie and if I were to go see the Harry Potter or the Hunger Games or any of these other two-parters, I'd fucking sit there until the second one came out just to make sure I got my money's worth. And I, I and I don't care how many franchises I love. If you're the Avengers,
0: that's, now that's what people should do. If you go to one of these, your you know Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One, your yes. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, save your ticket stub, and then a year later, I'm here to see should, the second show part. It, show your ticket stub from the first one. Yes. and then they go well
1: this ticket was for a year ago and you go yeah but you didn't have the movie ready that's not my fault (laughs) yeah i was was here i paid and i was here (laughs) i fucking hate any movie that any movie franchise that does that it they're basically admitting we don't have enough content for all the movies we want to make so we have to split because if 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 Hunger Games was really interesting. If Harry Potter and Twilight were compelling, interesting stories, they'd be able to fill every single movie with a beginning, middle, and end. Uh-huh. Just like James Bond. Okay. Just like fucking Mission Impossible. Uh-huh. Just like every other successful fucking franchise in history. Ever heard of Star Wars? Uh-huh. Okay. At least,
0: I will, I'm not saying all those movies are good, but wait, Star Wars does not support your point. Yeah, because Empire Strikes Back is not it doesn't have an end. It It ends. does. It means to be continued. It does
1: not say to be continued. Oh, there doesn't a, say to be continued. There's a beginning, middle and end to that movie. Even though there's clearly stuff is going to happen, there's still a beginning, middle and end, just like a New Hope. Even though you yeah, go a New Hope what?
0: is definitely Self-contained
1: But you look look at it And go I can't wait to see More adventures With these fools Uh Because you know Darth Vader flew away I mean when you're a kid Maybe But still it's You can see the movies On their own And go That was fun And not know dick About any other Uh movie And any movie That makes you go Huh Fuck off
0: The other movie I saw uh, Not a new movie I went to The New Beverly yesterday for mm-hmm. a matinee showing of Matinee, starring John. Goodman. Oh, that's a great that's movie! A great movie, and I, I, I always I love thought this was going to be, but I hadn't seen it for years. It's even better than I remembered, and <laughs> maybe one of my favorite John Goodman performances. Who directed that? Joe Dante. Yeah, there you go. He did the Gremlins movie? Sure. Yeah, and it's a lot like Gremlins in that in its visual
1: jokes and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it's also like much, like, emotionally richer than I remember because it really is about these kids we know how the Cuban Missile Crisis ended. Yeah. They don't at the time. Like, yeah. this is and really they thought it was a real thing. Place yeah, yeah. During the Cuban Missile Crisis when the the like nuclear, nuclear, nuclear like <laughs> obliteration is like yeah a very real possibility,
1: and they uh, all had to pretend that going in a bomb shelter or hiding under your desk was gonna save you yeah, yeah. even because they were just they did that's all they had even though yeah. most people knew this is not gonna save us yeah that's a you, and is that Omri Katz he's the lead in that right I don't know the guy from the kid from Hocus Pocus um uh, maybe I don't I have no idea and uh, what was his show. Erie, Illinois. I think that's it. I know Kelly... Erie, Indiana? Erie, Indiana. Yeah, that was it. Illinois, Indiana. Kelly, what's her name from ER? Kelly Martin, Kelly Martin. was the star. Yeah. She's great, and she's great in that. And it's and actually, it's a different role for her, because she's kind of a... So, sort of no, the main
0: girl. kid... Oh, Omri Katz is in it. He's not the main kid. Oh, okay. The main kid is Simon Fenton. Everybody's
1: yeah. funny in that. And, the, like, Kelly Martin's... My favorite character is Kelly Martin's boyfriend, who is... comes. He gets hired by John Goodman to scare everybody <laughs> yeah. as the mant. Funny. shit, yeah. And also, um, uh, what's her name uh, from Raging Bull, is it? Kathy Moriarty. Kathy Moriarty's great. And, yeah, and, uh,
0: yeah. Robert Picardo is the theater owner. <laughs> right. um, yeah.
1: It, yeah, that's a good Joe Rage Dante movie. movie. And it's you get to see Joe Dante actors like Robert Picardo and uh, that old McCarthy. man. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, the um Dick dude. Miller, Dick yeah. Miller, he's great. And John Sayles is actually in it uh, as an actor. Um, yeah, Trent it's great. John and I don't Sayles. know, I, I didn't know they did. Uh, if you have kids and you live in Los Angeles, these they do the matinees at New Beverly are like they do kid-friendly stuff. And they, really? They did like raffles beforehand where kids got prizes, and they showed cool. like some Tom and Jerry and Droopy shorts first, and then they showed old like trailers <laughs> that would have awesome. been like. And, then and they how much is a ticket? Six bucks, and you get free popcorn with it. What?
1: And you went with who?
0: I went with my friend Ian Brill. You know Ian.
1: Yes. So two adult grown men <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> took advantage of this. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know one kid you could take.
0: Yeah, I don't think they... Uh, when they tear the tickets, I think they only put the kids in the raffle. I don't think there's any chance that I was going to win the oh, like, Batmobile good. or whatever. Yeah. I think it's just for the kids. But
1: you have a nephew who you adore, right? As you, Like he's your own son. Why didn't you take him?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't... Oh, man, realize. you're just a dick today. Yeah. Well, Blowing off other think,
1: artists... Yeah. Shunning your your closest family. The closest thing you'll ever have to a son, David. Let's be honest. Okay.
0: I mean, I have a nephew on my... Oh, okay. Then never mind. On my side, too. <laughs> That's right. I forgot you have a
1: bunch of brothers and sisters. Well, let's talk about these shows. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about... What may be the most disappointing Thanksgiving episode I have ever seen?
0: Oh, you didn't like this?
1: It sucked, especially compared to last year's Thanksgiving episode, which yeah. was hilarious, and the Thanksgiving episode of the Middle I just watched, which was fucking brilliant. I, I honestly, here's the thing about Fresh off the Boat that I love: the fact that the the entire story, in which is what the show is based on. That they rarely talk about, but it's still there. Is undercurrent is the old school parents, mm-hmm. and the new school kid, kid, and then the other two kids are just jokes. But it's the clash of those two, and even the mom, when when you know the mom and dad do ridiculous things, they're like, "This is the way it is," and you get it, you get it clear that it's made clear she's only happy when she's doing this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, it's it's all about her, and and then happy wife, happy life, and you see the dynamic. What I hate, and they did this with last year's episode too, what I hate is this joke that they're constantly trying to please her mother, yeah. like, so badly. First of all, there's another grandma in the family who's in every episode. Does anybody give a fuck about her? She's in a wheelchair. Well, maybe she's happy.
0: It's this other woman who's not happy.
1: That's what I'm saying. And so and so, uh, Constance Wu and her sister are just making idiots out of themselves while this woman is actually quite mean- and cruel to them. I don't yeah. find that funny. Because... Uh, I find it funny. Yeah. I found the... Uh, I don't... Maybe the, it's, it hits too close to home for me. Not saying, not talking about
0: my mom, but... The three-way split screen of the grandma saying where she wanted Thanksgiving to be. Uh, and the reveal that the two of them are actually right next to each other. Right, right. In the same room. That made me laugh really hard.
1: It did. It made me laugh. But I... I the whole premise, I'm like... With, this is like a cycle of abuse. When will this end? Now, then when she gets older, her two sons, her two young sons will do the exact same thing and compete for her love in that way. How is that funny? Honestly, I know I'm taking it too seriously, but it doesn't make me laugh. What makes me laugh is the episode before. Did you watch the previous week's episode? Hysterical. The premise was Eddie's having a birthday party and uh, his mom brings out the old pinata they use every year. (laughs) which is funny, it's all that's, taped up that is funny right yeah and like she's gonna make him noodles, which is a tradition and he says, uh, I don't want a party. I'm good. I'm old enough, no thanks. And they're like, oh okay, great. No oh, that's weird And then they see him having a party at the mall with Paul Shear and a bunch of his friends uh-huh. and they're like, what the fuck and they don't understand why And in the meantime the other two kids, are like oh no we have to get attention our good stuff is not getting us attention anymore. we have to be bad so they <laughs> they they're bad a bunch of lame ways the best is they go they they pretend they're 13 so they can see ace ventura too <laughs> <laughs> so they're in line and they're not even at the window yet and the, the older kid goes boy good thing we got here on time That car that we were driving sure was slow. And then they buy the ticket and they're like, and the kid says, thank you, son. Stay off drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And then they're at the table like saying, we stuck into a PG-13 movie expecting, you know, to get yelled at. And that whole subplot was funny. But then, you know, it came out. He's like, well, I lied to you because of this and I don't want to do the noodles anymore, but I love it. I don't want to hurt your feelings. And there was like an understanding at the end that, Things aren't the way they used to be. That's the point of the fucking show. And maybe it's because I watched both of them back to back. But it was very disappointing episode. And like I said, then I, I watched like four episodes of the middle, ending with their Thanksgiving episode, which is always really good. Yeah. In this case, they didn't even have Thanksgiving. The premise was uh, Frankie's job shut down for two months, so she had to work. And the job she got, she had to work on Thanksgiving. So they're like, let's postpone it. Okay we'll have it next week No I gotta do this next week And they postpone it To like June uh-huh. And they don't have A Thanksgiving And this point was You know Everybody did their own Thanksgiving And then they Ended up together anyways And it was a nice story And there wasn't anybody Mean in it I don't know I just didn't uh, This Fresh off the boat Didn't grab me I didn't like it
0: Um There, there are things I like Most of them More Constance Wu Related um, Yes She's brilliant For sure Uh And I liked the subplot of her sister's marriage. I liked that guy. I thought he was funny. Well, he's great. You know, he was on Dexter and Chuck for a while. Oh, is that the same guy from Dexter?
1: Yeah, he's just wearing a rug, obviously.
0: Yeah, I I didn't even recognize him because he was bald on Dexter.
1: Well, Um, that scene they show of him pulling up in his Miata and then he shows up, that's from last year's episode. Oh, okay. Because they mentioned before they were on the show... She said something about her sister's husband bought a brand new Miata and they're eating. And Randall Park goes, that's not new. That Miata's not new. And they're just having a conversation, which is funny. But then, just like they showed, the family shows up in the minivan. He shows up in his Miata Uh and tears it around to try to be a big shot. So that episode happened last year. And it was funnier. First of all, it was the same joke of them trying to please their mom. Yeah. Same fucking gag I saw last year So maybe that was why I didn't find it funny But also His character was a Bigger douchebag Last year Than he was this year And so I had enough I had my fill Of that guy And I didn't think The kid joke was funny either Like why is Why is um, Eddie Trying so hard To connect with this kid Who's clearly an a-hole <laughs> He got out and said as soon as he said I'm whatever ska now yeah. and he should have been like fuck you ska sucks you're clearly an
0: asshole See I, Bye. I I don't know I guess I like those kind of um uh references because I lived that Right, I'm, I'm not that much older than these kids would be Yes, so that it speaks to my experience and I as someone who was into ska in the 90s like a lot of people <laughs> um,
1: but right. again, I think it, it, it um, belies the premise of the show. Eddie is this kid who desperately wants to be different from the family that he is entrenched in. So why is he trying so hard to connect with this kid over Pearl Jam? I mean, I get it yeah, that this kid a who's into in rap might dig Pearl Jam. And like, hey, it's something I have in common with my cousin. It's not my favorite, but I like the lyrics. And then, the kid, and then he comes back and goes, oh, I don't like Pearl Jam anymore. What? Yeah. Oh, well, you were never a fan in the first place. Fuck off. Why am I trying so hard to connect with you? And I'll tell you this: a guy who loves fucking gangster rap does not like Scott. (laughs) That does not happen.
0: There's no way. Yeah. No. No connection. No way. Um, Yeah, I I I agree that that seemed a little like forced. Um, The thing that I was most disappointed in is that um, this this the sort of end of first act break. Where we find out that, oh no, he didn't do any of the prep. He stayed up all night getting drunk and he's hungover. And it yeah. didn't pay off. Like, he didn't walk around. No. Like he didn't seem hungover on the, like, it seems like that, that, that should have been, it, it could have been like a, a, like a, like a farce type thing if right. he had been, like, constantly trying to be, like, all bleary-eyed or trying to drink water, or had a splitting headache. Yeah, yeah, being kind
1: of, quiet. And it seemed like it was just an excuse
0: to say he
1: didn't turn the oven on. Because who doesn't fucking... Come on. You're putting a turkey in the oven and you forget to turn it on. Well, I guess he turned the light on, apparently. Okay, unless you are totally hammered, which they made a point of showing he wasn't. Like you said, if he was stumbling around the whole time and bleary-eyed, I might believe that. Yeah, if that's true. That Guy yeah. owns a fucking restaurant. I, yeah. That's the one thing you make sure you <laughs> do is... Honestly, if you host Thanksgiving dinner and everything is fucked... But you come out with the turkey, everyone's going to go, well, at least there's turkey. Yeah. But if you don't come out with a turkey, <laughs> bye. That's the one thing you need. Uh, it was just too ridiculous. and
0: I don't know. I, 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 I agree with a lot of your points about the story being um, under undercooked like the turkey. Or <laughs> but I still think nice. there were a lot of laughs, a lot of jokes that landed, and I enjoyed watching it.
1: Yeah, well, I will say the episode before, and also... I hate to harp on it, but the Halloween episode this year was amazingly funny. Okay. So after watching that, and then after watching the episode that was right before
0: it, it just wasn't as funny. So. I also this week watched... Well, I think we're done with Fresh Off the Boat. Okay. Um, I watched... Now, the only episode of Nathan for you i ever seen was when we watched For This Show, uh-huh. which was the season two premiere, which I thought was hilarious, but I, it's a tough show for me to watch. Really? Because... And I've watched a couple more this week... And I'm laughing, but I also feel so like sick to my stomach for these people. Like they yes. Did you see the one where he's trying to get the sporting goods store to sign kids? Just watched they, it. Okay. H- hilarious. So he finds out that the, one of the promising athletes actually wants to be an astronaut. It's so fucking So he fucking has someone great. show up. Pretending to be an astronaut to yes. scare this kid away. And it was hilarious. That yes. was saying My wife and kids died in space. And, like, an alien tried to drag me into the sun. And I'll probably die on my next mission. And so the kid's like, when is that? In two years? He's like, yes, two years from now. <laughs> um, and the like, dude he's talking to is this old man looks like
1: Santa Claus. Yeah. But he's in a space suit. Yeah.
0: So it's hilarious. And the kid, he, he like, believes it all. That's, he doesn't. And that's the thing that, yeah. like... Makes me queasy. Is like, like I hope they afterwards like let the kid in on the joke. I hope they didn't hope so ruin too. space travel for this nine yeah. year old kid. Like, there's something about that that just makes me really un- uncomfortable. But that's, I think that's
1: a, a a mark of great comedy that you can be laughing out loud and crying and then cringing at the same yeah. time. I just watched this fucking sketch on SNL. I don't know if you watched it. No. But it was, it was. I
0: don't know what you're talking about, but the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: it was uh, Keenan. Keenan, yeah, being uh, David Ortiz on the news. Okay. David Ortiz, a Dominican baseball player, yeah. he's re- retiring. So it was him on the news, and it was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. But man, it made me laugh from beginning to end. It was fuck and Brooke. Who's much smarter than me, sitting next there, laughing, and she's like, "I don't even know who this guy is, but this is hysterical." Hey, so, you yeah. know,
0: Keenan's really funny. That yes. do, do
1: they still do? What's up with that at all? No, because all those guys left. Will Forte was on it, and right, right. Bill Hader, and yeah. the, and it was you can't replace all of them.
0: Yeah, but th- those I are wish. really funny.
1: Yeah. He's a lot of sketches that people have moved on from. But when you've been doing sketch comedy since you were, what, 12 years right. old? Yeah. You learn a thing or two. Um, he's a funny guy. Uh, all right. Well, I like Fresh Out of the Boat, but I didn't like this episode. Okay. So, moving on. Last year's trivia question, last year. It was last year. Remember? It was a year ago when yeah. we did a <laughs> last show. Last year's trivia question. Oh, God. Those are the days. Uh, last week's trivia question, there was two answers. The first answer was... Uh, Mercy Yep That was uh, the hospital show That Agent X was on uh, It was called Mercy And the second answer Where the question was What character did Bob Odenkirk create That a dead guy did
0: Yes And did anyone get it Yes Okay So the answer was Matt Foley The otherwise known as The living in a van Down by the river Guy, guy. <laughs> Yes And the, a lot
1: of people It's funny Because a lot of people Answer while they're listening so I got a lot of two-part emails of people writing in going, mercy. And then an email four minutes later saying, <laughs> Matt Foley. But Joe Zaragoza sent one email with both answers in it, and he did it first. So he got them both right. Way to go, Joe Zaragoza. Oh, or as David would say, Jose Zaragoza. Okay. Right? Did I say that? Well, when Dan Daniel... Flores writes in and wins, you go, way to go, Danny Flowers. Yeah. So any Hispanic name oh, yeah, you switch it was back and forth. Tony. Right? I think it's Tony. Yeah. Anthony Flores. That's right, Anthony Flores. Yeah, Tony Flowers. We, we get so many Floreses who listen. <laughs> um but uh you have a different trivia question this week, right?
0: Yes, it's about uh Carrie Ann Moss. Right, who's, who's in, on Jessica Jones? Who's on Jessica Jones. And uh I know her mostly as a movie actress, but she's done a lot of TV. Uh in fact What I was thinking of is that these these Netflix shows are all part of the same... These Marvel shows are all part of the same universe, so they're kind of like spin-offs. Sure. And I want to say her first regular role on TV, um, maybe second, um, was on a spin-off that only lasted for one season. Do you know what uh, show she was uh, a regular on that was a spin-off? Models, Inc.? That's right. Yeah, it was a... Which was a spin-off of Melrose, right? Yeah. And it was uh, her mom. It was Heather...
1: uh, Heather what's her name's mom Heather Locklear's mom Okay Came to visit her And then op- and then went back to New York And opened a modeling agency Or worked there That was dumb though Because that was less of a hip nighttime soap and more of an old school because there was old people on it like her and Gerald uh-huh. McRaney okay. and all these old guys.
0: I never watched it. I was, yeah. But also Dak Rambo was on it.
1: One of the greatest TV names ever. That's a pretty good name. Right? Dak Rambo. Alright, so. Um, so I got it right. got it.
0: So fuck you. Yep. Hello. I got it right. Speaking of hello. Oh, can I, I have a I have a trivia question by the way. Yeah? That I've been sitting on for years because there's never been, we've never had an excuse to use it. Yeah, well, it you you doesn't have to fit in. You can just say... Uh, so let me do this trivia Okay, this is your backup. Plan B. This has go. nothing to do with anything <laughs> that we're watching. But the show Ed... With Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, ran for four seasons. Yes. For seasons one, three, and four... Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Right. Do you know the name of the band who did the season two? Well, I, thought, I assumed it was Foo Fighters just doing a different song. No, there was some sort of rights thing, and apparently yeah. in the international thing, it never went back to Foo Fighters. It was this band.
1: 30- yeah, well, what I read because Rob Burnett and David Letterman produced that show. You know, okay. yeah, they, I knew
0: that. And it was a worldwide pants.
1: Uh, yeah, it was a worldwide pants show, and of course, uh, Foo Fighters is David Letterman's favorite band. Right. When, his first show back after his heart surgery. That's right. Yeah. They I asked him, "What would you like on your show?" On the show, he said, "If you can get the Foo Fighters to sing that song," and they were on tour in Australia. Right. And jumped on a fucking plane to come back and do that. Um, so they used that. But I read an uh, interview with Rob Burnett who said, we knew we couldn't use it after the first season. They knew that the rights were going to run out and they wouldn't get them back. But somehow they got them back for three and four.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: But I, I always assumed it was Foo Fighters singing a different song. So Nope, it's not. Okay, well
0: it's, that's a good uh, trivia it's question. A then. That, it's a band that I like quite a bit. The Mountain just, Goats. Oh, no, I was just listening to them in the car. And I was like, when am I ever going to get to use that question? Liebach. Was it Liebach? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a band that is so they're like Austrian
1: uh death metal. It was clearly not them. That was a joke. Do you know this band? Um nope. So there's the answer. Uh, If you know the name of that band or just want to look it up real quick, you can write to paul at thekingoftv.com. And thekingoftv.com is where you go. You can listen to this podcast and uh, read my blog if I ever update it. And follow me on Twitter and look at pictures of me with famous people. I was thinking the other day, man, I got a lot of great stories. Yeah. Like, Like, you can bring up a person and... 50% 50% of the time, I'll be like, yeah, I remember when I met that guy. <laughs> you know? Like, I was just thinking about David Foster Wallace and being called an asshole by Judd Apatow's wife.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, not- the name.
1: Man. Leslie Man, Right? Leslie Mann. But we don't say that in, her, in this was house. We don't say her name in this house. But I'm saying, like, it's, when I was a kid... Like, I- this
0: is like the Scottish
1: play. Exactly. Within
0: these walls. We don't say the L word.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, but when I was, like, in my 20s and early 30s, I would... There was this guy... One of the first great gigs I had writing jokes for the internet, um, I worked with Jim and Graham and all those guys. And there was a dude who worked with us named Nate Herman, who was an old man. He used to write on SNL in the 80s. Okay. And he was crazy. He wrote hilarious jokes and he was lovable, but he was fucking nuts. It was clear why he never succeeded, because he was hard to get along with, especially in terms of bosses. We all loved him, but our boss hated him and he eventually quit, but then kept coming back. But he had all these amazing stories about working with guys at SNL and Alec Baldwin and, and, and shit like that. And we used to listen to him all day. I realized that's me now. I'm that guy. If you hire me, I have all these great stories. And not even being the king of TV, just in my life, you know. I was telling someone the other day, yeah, my college professor. I remember I used to have a college professor who said any uh, handwritten essays have to be readable. That's a sentence no one has said for fucking 10 years, right? Yeah. But when I went to college, we would sometimes hand in written essays, handwritten yep. essays. Sure. Crazy. So just shit like that. It's like, what? And when you were a kid, you had to go inside the bank to get your money? No <laughs> way.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I don't have stories. I, I, when what I, do you if, have? If you name a famous person, I can be like, Oh, I saw that person once, but there's no chance in hell that I ever went up and said anything. And you even worked at the Arclight, right? Oh, I yeah, mean, I guess I do have some stories from the Arclight. Like, which, nothing that... Really? Know, nothing crazy? Yeah, because I only worked it for three months. Yeah. Um, but, like, I do like to tell people that uh, Dwight Yoakam likes a lot of ice in his soda. He asked for extra ice. And then as I was putting the ice in, he sort of, like, leaned over the counter and looked, and he was like... Little more. <laughs> oh,
1: well, you know, he's a rich, famous guy. He can afford
0: to get, buy all the sodas he needs. Yeah, you know? so he likes a lot of ice. All right, why uh, not? I wonder why yeah. that is. Most of my celebrity sightings are at my Trader Joe's, by the way, which I won't say which Trader Joe's it is. You know which. <laughs> I've seen you there, so I know you know which one it is. Yes, but it's like a weird, like low-key celebrity hotspot. Well, that's the one I saw Miley Cyrus at. at you remember that? I've yeah. seen her there too. And
1: like I saw her, uh, she was not hiding out. She's wearing a bra only, no shirt. <laughs> And if you've ever seen her, she's very striking. She's tall and thin like a Barbie doll. And her hair these days is short and white. So as she's walking towards me, I'm walking out with my kids. And she's walking towards me. And my first thought is, man, this hot chick's only wearing a bra. She had sunglasses on. And as she gets closer and walks past me, Gracie turns around and goes, oh, my God. And I (laughs) went, that was Miley Cyrus. She's like, yeah. And my first thought was, okay, here's what we do. We stop her. I go, Miley, please could you get a take a picture with my daughters? She would of course say yes. How is yeah. she gonna say no to that? Girl power. Of course I will. These two young blonde girls who could have been me ten years ago for sure. So I go, hey, can I, Miley? I'm sorry. These are my daughters. They love you. Can we get a picture? And she'd go yes. And I go sweet. And I'd hand my kids the phone and stand <laughs> next to her, and she'd fucking laugh. And the kids would be like dad. And I go just take it. And then we'll get one with you guys. And then I'm famous, right? I go on tour with her. Yeah. That's what happens. But I asked. I was like, "Why is there not a million paparazzi here?" I didn't ask her. I asked someone who worked at Trader Joe's because right. that's her. That's where her dad lives. Is in Toluca Lake, and that's where she okay. grew well, up. You gave, you gave away which Trader Joe's it is. Oh, I did. I it's yeah. the Toluca Lake one. Yeah. Well, good luck getting parking. <laughs> um, but that's, that's true. That's <laughs> true of any Trader Joe's. True. But that's where that was the one she grew up at. That's her Trader Joe's, not just like her Hollywood Trader Joe's, but her childhood Trader Joe's. So I asked. I was like, "Well." How does she come in here? There's not a million fucking paparazzi and stuff. Yeah. And they said, Oh, it what? used to be like a month ago. Yeah, we used to have to kick them out. They're all at the door taking pictures of her. And I just went, Wow, nothing's
0: changed. Yeah. It's just a month later, nobody gives a fuck. I feel like Toluca Lake has enough, like, there's enough money in that, like, valley neighborhood that, yeah. that there tends to be a lot of famous people in their support. Well, it's kind of like run of the mill. Have you ever- I, I saw last time, not last time, but a couple of weeks ago, Trader Joe's, literally, like, passing each other one coming in one going out I saw Catherine McPhee and Peter Facinelli (laughs) at that Trader Joe's and they gave each other a what's up (laughs) I don't think so (laughs) well have you ever seen Toluca Lake the lake itself no because you can't
1: exactly it's a private lake so if you have any ideas about how rich the people are there they live on a private lake that's where Bob Hope lived I used to live right near there, off of, mm-hmm. right across from Warner Brothers, Okay. which is like, if you turn on my street, which is Warner Boulevard, it ends at a do not enter sign, because then you're going into Toluca Lake. Oh. It's basically one of those old buildings that used to be where the movie stars lived when they came to make movies. Right. Um, but I used to live over there, so we'd take walks, and I'd see them all the time. I remember one time we walked up to the gate into the private lake <laughs> community, and I was like, hi, can we walk by the lake? No. turn around and go home please i was like oh all right it's not like it's the suit it's not like beverly fucking hills right yeah but that's where i saw who who, i saw carla devito and robbie benson taking walks in that neighborhood i saw ethan phillips from star trek ds9 taking walks in that neighborhood ron howard's dad i saw him out in his yard working on his yard because he lives over there so yeah a lot of a lot of famous people live in that neighborhood
0: yeah um Alright, uh, you can find me at wow, com. That's uh, where my movie reviews and stuff are And you can email me at David at BattleshipPretension.com And follow me on Twitter at DaveyPretension
1: There you go And uh, two things I mentioned last week this bottle episode show uh, Oh yeah It looks like Brock I'm, I really want to do it But it looks like Brock is going to be too busy So if there's somebody you would like me to do that show with uh, My idea is I'm going to do like five episodes uh, with different people, like yeah. they when they were looking for new hosts to the Late Late Show. Okay. Do like five episodes with different hosts, with different guest hosts, and I'll put them all up, and we can see who, what, you know, who everybody liked the best, whatever. So if you have a uh, a suggestion or somebody you'd like me to do this show with, by all means, you know, make it realistic, of course, because I, I don't want to Skype with the person, so they have to live here and oh, don't.
0: Uh, d- Miley Harris.
1: You should do the show with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, don't say Miley Cyrus, because I don't know how to get a hold of her.
0: You just hang out at Trader Joe's and wait for
1: her. <laughs> and don't say David, because he's too busy. You don't know what I had to go through to get him to do this show. I, I, I can't even do podcasts that I say I'm Yeah, he doesn't even fucking show up for those, so he's certainly not going to show but up for But I would
0: it. love to do an episode of The Bottle.
1: Well, that is different, yes. Yeah. So, uh... Like, I, the plan is to have a regular co host and have guests. Right. But uh, I don't want to have a brand new co host and a brand new guest at the same time. So we'll just do co hosts for a few episodes and we'll see how that goes. So let me know what you think. Also, uh, th- I know I'm speaking to a very small crowd here, but if you live in California and you have a medical marijuana license, there is a company that will renew it for you online. Okay. You see a doctor, you talk to them over the phone or over the Skype or whatever. And they diagnose you, of course. It's just as legit as any other weed doctor. Right. And it but it doesn't cost anymore. In fact, if you use it, it costs 50 bucks, and then you get $50 in coupons to use at Speedweed, which is the delivery service. Okay. So it pays back. You don't use $50 all at one time. But it's I mean, in terms of getting free weed, it's just even more convenient. And they're called it's Hello MD. And I just wanna uh, if you like. If you use medical marijuana, especially if you're housebound, it's actually quite great. If you're like, you know, disabled and you're housebound and you want to go renew your license, you don't have to leave your house. Do it over the computer. They mail it to you. They immediately send your rec to Speedweed so yeah. you don't have to do that. And then Speedweed brings you weed. Uh, and it's pretty great. And I have a discount. If you if you want to use this service, send me an email and I'll give you a code. It gives you 10 bucks off. But it's fucking great. It's... As weed has become so easy to get,
0: isn't it weird to think that there are parts of the country where you, like you still have to like go to like a dealer like yeah, like he used to and well and also
1: parts of the country that you know I don't want to go to any one of them any more than the other, like you can go to Colorado and literally walk off the plane and buy weed at a store right there uh-huh. or have someone deliver it to you. You can go to Indiana and have a joint in your pocket and end up in jail, yeah. How... It's Colorado and Indiana. Aside from the fucking sea level, what's the difference? (laughs) Right? They're both places I really don't want to go for any extended Uh period of time. It blows my mind. Yes, you're right. And it blows my mind especially because my dad smoked pot. And it was like the secret shame of our family that my dad got high. Even though he wasn't an addict or anything. He raised a family and owned his own business. It was like something I couldn't talk about, which was hard when my friends came over and went, ugh, why does your house smell like hot? <laughs> so, all right. Are we done with the plugs? Let's move on to this fucking show. Jessica Jones. Yep, I, I watched... loved it. You did? Yes. It was amazing. What I only amazing watched the first
0: episode. Did you watch all of it? No, I only watched the first episode. Okay. Here's no, why I, I think loved it. I have done it. It wasn't terrible. It just, it didn't seem very original. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I... I'm all for stories of self-destructive people, but this didn't... I, I didn't get any inkling of her as a person other than this collection of yeah. uh, of traits, of tells about her problems that we've seen in, in, in any other... You could, like... Have you know someone who's not even a screenwriter say, "Hey, go write me a character who's depressed and self destructive, <laughs> right? And, and has superpowers, uh, right? And Some sort of up, superpowers." You'd come up with these same sort of, uh, sort of things. You know, the, the mm-hmm. drink, drinking on the job and and um, I guess uh, I, I I don't know I I, I, I just like or, or like the um, running out the, right after having sex with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, she just met like yeah. not that I don't have sex with You just met. I think uh, <laughs> I think people should do it. But why are you slut shaming her, David? No, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. No, I'm. Uh, no, I know her what you're right away.
1: Um, It just seemed. But, uh, it, yeah. it, it's a little cliche, is what you're saying. Yeah. Now,
0: by the end of the episode, I was hooked a little bit once it became clear who the villain. even though we that didn't really meet him, right. but what the villain's powers are, right. I, th- I found that really interesting. So I could definitely yes. see this going more places. But for a 52-minute first episode, to take 40 of those minutes to get me interested, uh, I don't know, it wasn't, it wasn't enough.
1: Okay, I, I can see that. I will say the thing I liked the least about it was Kristen Ritter, <sighs> partly because... I don't think she has any gravitas after the roles she's played before, especially the bitch in Apartment 23, Mm -hmm. which I thought she was hilarious on. It's hard for me to watch her be this dour, sensitive, you know, young lady when I've seen her walking around naked naked. Being an idiot on 23, uh-huh. even though they blurred out her junk, I'm sure she wasn't actually naked. Right. But you know, she's tall, skinny, weirdo. Yeah. And her walking around naked on that Apartment 23 show is burned in my memory.
0: And then the trivia question for you: You have three this week. <laughs> okay. Because um, you got the first one. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of spinoffs, yeah. Kristen Rinder was on a backdoor pilot of an episode that for a spinoff that never happened. Uh, do you know what show? She was on she was on an episode of one show. That it, it, the show was this one episode was done entirely in flashback, and they were gonna do a spin off that took place in the nineteen eighties. Uh, and, and and she was on it. Um,
1: well, she used to be on Gilmore Girls, but that was a long time ago. I don't remember. No, Buffy? she
0: wasn't on the show regularly. She was only in this episode because and then she was gonna be a regular when the spin off happened. Right. Was so it never... was it Buffy? Nope. Okay. I don't know that. All right, that's another question. Jeez, so we got a shitload of questions.
1: But it works out because I, I, I'm not going to send any prizes anyway. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, because I didn't watch that show. So there you go. There's another, a bonus one. Yeah. You don't have to get both to, to, get, it, to, to no, get a shout out. No, but is fun. We all love trivia. But the what I did love about the show is because obviously I know something about the Marvel Universe. I mean, I didn't read the Jessica Jones comic or the Power Man comic, but I know enough To know what the deal is, you know, first of all, David Tennant is playing the Purple Man. We all love David Tennant. Yeah. Uh, The Purple Man in the comics is literally a guy who wears purple clothes and his skin is purple, all the same shade. Because this is old, like 60s Daredevil Mm -hmm. comics. He was an original Daredevil villain who could make people do whatever he wanted. But of course, in true 60s fashion, it was more like turn around and shoot the good guys. Not, you know, do something really terrible and awful that you can't live with. Because that's the worst part of his power. She remembers all that shit she did. And as we saw, that girl who emptied that gun into her parents... Looked down and went, oh my God, what did I do? And help me, help me, she's saying. So that's the worst part of this guy's power is that... Not that he makes people do the things they do to please him, but he gets off on it. Right. right. He went into this restaurant that wasn't even there anymore and made... It was Chinese Fusion... And he said, make me Italian food. Because it was where an Italian restaurant used to be. Exactly. And I have to sit in this booth, so kick these people out. Right. And he did. And I'll take this $500 bottle of wine for free. For free, yeah. And uh, obviously, he did this to her, and you know, she did some awful things, and she has PTSD. She thought he was dead. He clearly is not. He will be the big bad of the series. So that, I liked it, because it's interesting to me. Also, she meets Power Man, like I said. What was his name? Lamont Bishop from the gossip, uh, from the Good Wife, rather. (laughs) Uh, He uh, he's power man, so he's super powered too. And we learn that when they're banging, Uh and she says it's okay, I won't break because we know she has superpowers. And he goes, Yeah, you will, meaning he could fuck her to death. If you want to, could,
0: because he doesn't know she has soup. Right, and she doesn't know
1: he does. But truth be told, I think Power Man could probably beat up Jessica Jones. Yeah, he's one of the strongest, most badass guys in the Marvel universe. But in any case, in the hit, in the comics, they do end up dating. They're a couple. Okay, and, you know, crime fighting duo. But I like that it was soup. Like you watched Daredevil, right? At least one episode. Yeah, yeah, just one
0: episode.
1: Did you find that super boring too? No, I liked that, that first episode. Really? Because this is dark. It's darker than Daredevil. You know, they're both in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. So they're going to do crossovers. Yeah. There's uh, All the people are going to, you know, all the uh, characters are going to do crossovers with each other. But I thought that was what I liked. Is like they took what was in Daredevil and just took it a step further.
0: But I, I feel like it's dark in ways that uh, seem forced and lazy. I guess I'm repeating what I said earlier. Yeah. These seem like, uh, you know surface level screenwriting tropes to set up that this character is dark
1: yeah well I, I will say that's an old uh, a common problem in Hollywood men writing for women <laughs> characters you know and this is not to say this is a woman's show but the lead is a woman the second lead is a woman uh, in this first episode the chick she was trying to find was a woman she went and talked to her female roommate there's a lot of chicks in this show and they were all great and why not have a show about a female superhero Supergirl is not it Which by the way I saw a commercial For Supergirl uh-huh. And the guy said Melissa Benoist
0: Oh so He I mean, no. said it Well at least that's the way That announcer said it So well, I imagine that gets Run through some channels
1: Yes First But I mean That's a good I'm not saying that's the right way But at least you can err on that side Yeah Like when Tom Lennon Worked with Eddie Izzard
0: uh-huh
1: before he met him one of his the, one of the producers who was apparently Eddie's buddy kept calling him Izard. Uh-huh. when Eddie Izard gets here so Tom Lennon said so I assume that was his name Eddie Izard." but then when he meets him he goes hello I'm Eddie Izard." Uh-huh. and so he's like oh fuck you good thing I didn't say Izard in his presence <laughs> yeah, so, he would have quit whenever he was he there He said, I'm out of here stormed he would have put on his dress and left
0: um, Apparently, I, if you ask Steve Buscemi or Busemi or Buscemi how to pronounce his name, yes. he just says however you want. I think That's like he doesn't even hasn't even settled on a right one.
1: Yeah, why bother? Everybody knows who he is. <laughs> and just show him your picture. Excuse me, sir. How do you say your name? I'm bug-eyed weirdo. That's how you say my name. I'm fucking Steve Buscemi. Um, uh, who else was in it in the episode? There was somebody else who I thought was really good.
0: Carrie Moss. No, someone like we Weigert. haven't
1: we haven't mentioned yet. What'd you say? Robin Weigert? Who's in
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Scene. What was what was her scene? Well, we we see that oh, okay, Carrie Ann Moss is a lesbian and she's having some sort of relationship with her assistant, and then the next time we see that we realize oh she's having an affair with her assistant and right. she actually has She's dating uh, like Robin a long time long term girlfriend right. and Robin Weigert.
1: Right, 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 right. And yeah. And so, yeah, another good, strong female character yeah. And, and uh, played by a really good actress So, that was refreshing to see I guess I didn't, I didn't like so much that she's a nihilist I mean, she's clearly a nihilist She hates her life and doesn't give a fuck She doesn't fix her door or even close it You know, she wakes up and there's a crazy <laughs> dude in it Who apparently that happens all the time right. Like, she doesn't give a fuck because she has such strong PTSD And she's drunk all the time but I think that that's an interesting character to me. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It seemed lazy in the way they introduced it. But I also think they had a lot of stuff yeah. to show. Because they also had to squeeze in her superpowers, which
0: I, I actually, all we I, know is
1: she's really strong.
0: I liked that, though. The way that they... I almost wish I could watch this not knowing it's a show about a superhero. Because the fact right. that she has powers is introduced very gradually. Yes. Um and I And I naturally too. It. She yeah. doesn't
1: do it to show off.
0: Yeah. So I did enjoy that. When she lifts up that car, that's if I didn't know, all of a sudden that would be a big moment Yeah. Like, oh holy shit. Well it's funny because I did
1: I always thought she was I knew that she eventually got like she could fly and shit <laughs> in oh. the comics, but I didn't know she started off with superpowers because she's not a mutant. She's an inhuman like they have on Shield. The people oh, okay. on Shields are inhumans. They're not they're born with the capacity for super super Powers, but they have to be released by certain methods whereas, Terrigen Mist? Yes, the Terrigen Mist Terrigen Mist okay. or, or another way But the Terrigen Mist is the way These people on S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff Get their powers Or get, get mutated Whereas mutants come out of the womb Literally with their powers Alright, so let's, let's look at it in the terms of this Marvel Universe But just TV So we got this We got Daredevil We got S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. Is that it? For right now? For now, yeah Well, no, Peggy Carter. And Peggy Carter. That's why it's great. Another reason why it's great. Because Marvel could say, hey, we have a show about a woman, and it's great. Uh It stars a brilliant actress. The rest of the cast is good. We we didn't do a movie or a special. We did a fucking good miniseries that we're bringing back. So shut up about women's TV shows. (laughs) Right? I mean, honestly, in terms of like breaking barriers and having great roles for women... Look at like Once Upon a Time and all these shows on ABC. They're not that they're great, but they are great roles for women. And ABC and Marvel could be the first people to go. We're good on women. We we're good. We we got plenty <laughs> of women on TV and in our movies. You know, don't fuck with us, Fox or whoever. But they still come up with another show of starring a chick who's not even that famous. You know, just like Haley Atwell. I mean, she came out of nowhere. Like at least Haley Atwell was. In Captain America. Already played this part in the Captain America movie and everyone saw it. Krista Ritter, like I said, she's the chick from Apartment 23. Yeah. You know, that show that a lot of people thought was horrible. Not funny. And she's certainly not funny on this show. That's for fucking sure.
0: That's one of the weaknesses of the show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't make me laugh. But I think it's a bold move. And to make it so dark is also a bold move. I have a feeling subsequent episodes will not be as dark. Okay. You know, but just like Daredevil, she operates at night. She goes out when it's, you know, nighttime and she lives in Hell's Kitchen. It's a shitty place. The difference is, unlike Daredevil, she doesn't have a sidekick who's hilarious, who it lightens up the mood all the time, you know, like Foggy on Daredevil. It's just her. Uh, You know, I don't know. Maybe she'll get a little, maybe that that crazy dude, that black dude is like her (laughs) sidekick. Yeah. But, I don't know, he seems really sad to me. You know, he wasn't the funniest guy. He seemed really sad. But I'm going to watch
0: every episode right. of this motherfucking thing, that's for sure. Real quick, off topic, because you mentioned Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. It's come to my attention that about a month or so ago, they the show Once Upon a Time used the song Only You by Yaz, or Yazoo, however you... Uh-huh. It's good, good for them, it's a great song, but yes. just, that's Fringe's song. That, True. That song will always be attached to Fringe for I agree. me. So it's a little... I don't know. Something that was yes. to, try and, to try and use that. That is the typical. Uh, I
1: don't want to say typical. That's not the right word, but that is the ultimate usage of that song. It does not get used any better. And speaking of that, I don't know if you saw this, but John Noble is on Elementary now. He plays Sherlock's dad. Yeah, Sherlock I did. Sherlock and Mycroft's I, I heard about dad. That. I forgot to set it on the DVR when we moved, so I've missed a few. But I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go on CBS.com or whatever and watch <laughs> okay. But John Noble, that's great. Um, all right, so you loved Fresh Out the Boat. I hated it. I love Jessica Jones, and you hated it.
0: Uh, let's To put it in we're, black we're and white. closer to the middle on both of those, I think. Oh, and we both like the middle. Uh, the Middle's a good show, yeah. <laughs> right? I don't watch it regularly, but I have never watched an episode of The Middle and regretted it. No, man,
1: hilarious. And Neil Flynn, who's my
0: friend who was on my old show, is yeah. brilliant. And just the idea of having a sitcom about, like, in a world a struggling of struggling, yes. Family. In a world of like it's, modern family, yeah, it's
1: the opposite of modern family, is what it is. Because yeah. they they're not super rich, but they clearly have disposable incomes at all of those houses. Yeah, well, well, I think I they guess, are super. Like they clearly they live in
0: the Pacific Palisades, which yeah. is like a crazy and, yeah. expensive place. And even to Mitch
1: live. and Cam, who go, oh, money's tight right now, they still have a what a two floor a do du- what do they call it a split level? I guess and, that, that I guess. they're trying to rent. So yeah, it's yeah. Whereas the middle. And they're not even the worst family in that neighborhood. I don't know if you ever seen those episodes with Brooke Shields, the 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 Glusters, I think, and she's the mom. She's a single mom of these like four boys who are fucking nightmares. Oh, and
0: didn't they stole uh, Sue's award? Or yeah, something yeah. Like, in one they're the
1: worst family. Yeah. on the block, so they're worse <laughs> off. Like she calls them in this episode I just watched. Brooke Shields comes over, and she's like, she calls them the one percent because they're so better off than her. So. I mean, that's the fucking... Yeah, we'll usually do it all-episode the middle. We'll yeah, both watch two should. episodes in the middle. All right, so next week, I want to watch The Walking Dead. There's not a lot of new stuff on, no, of not. course, because it's Thanksgiving. Thursday and Friday will be all reruns and parades and football. Um, but uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, there's new stuff before they take a break for the holidays. So And Walking Dead usually... Has a crazy cliffhanger, and uh, David's never even watched the show, so
0: I've never watched an episode. I told you I watched. Yeah, there was one that was on in a bar, <laughs> and they had the closed captions. The sound was off, but the closed captions were on, so I kind of saw that episode.
1: Well, and how long ago was that? That was uh, this season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it might it, be recognizable. It was the one that
0: Ethan Embry was on. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, uh, yeah. There's it's, still the show changes a lot.
0: Well, it Just seems like, season. oh, Ethan Embry's going to be on this season of the show. Yeah, it seems then, that
1: way. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it, it
0: did seem that way. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I'm going to watch The Walking Dead. And you, David? I want to watch The Last Man on Earth because it's a good show and it happens to be airing this week. Yes, and it's been super funny, man. Mel yeah, Rodriguez. I, didn't watch, I haven't watched last week's yet, but I'm all caught if up. If Mel Rodriguez
1: does not get nominated for an Emmy this year, something's fucked. And you know what is is the most fucked thing? I'm watching, was it, the, yes, I'm watching The Good Wife. And I'm catching up. I'm binging it. Uh, Harvey, what's his name? The old man from... He played Hesh. Yeah, I
0: can't
1: uh, think of his name. He's on the show, and he's been on for a while, but he's killing it this season. He's like a major character, yeah. and he's fucking great. Sadly, uh, uh, Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey D. Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan is on it, and he's also amazing. He's uh, he's Alicia's private investigator for right. her new firm. But they're going to be in the same category. Neither of oh, they both right. can't win. And like Harvey, what's his name? This is like a lifetime role. This is like, here's your Emmy before you die. Because any day now. Um, but then Jeffrey Dean Morgan is probably one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. You know, he's great on shows that nobody watches or movies nobody saw. Right. And he's amazing on this. Um, so, I don't know. Did you know. see
0: the Red Dawn remake? Fuck no, I didn't see the first one. Oh, okay. Fuck those Nazis. Well, he plays, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in it. He yeah. plays the role that Powers Booth played in the first one, which is kind of a really great comparison, those two.
1: Yeah, there you go. Powers Booth, the guy nobody knows, but one of the best actors yeah. ever. Brilliant. All right, so that's what we're watching, and uh, we want everybody to have a, a safe and sane Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right? Brooks yes. turns to me and says, is there a tradition for TV on Thanksgiving? Is there something they show? And I go, well, yeah, Lions. Yeah, the Detroit Lions. Always. So. And growing up in Michigan, I just thought we were watching local football. Right, I never yeah. knew. It wasn't until I was in college. I went, wait a minute. Are the Lions on every time? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, ugh. Oh, why would anybody want to watch the fucking Lions on Thanksgiving? <laughs> they've, they're the one of, they've been one of the worst teams forever, and they've only gotten worse.
0: And there's also the parade. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Choose one, uh-huh. football parade, parade, and watch this. Although we've come to the end of the road, still I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Come to the end of the road. Still I can't let go whoa, whoa, whoa. It's unnatural You belong to me I belong
1: to you Girl, mm-hmm. I'm here for you mm-hmm. All those times of the night when you just hurt me And just ran off that other fella
0: mm-hmm. Baby, I knew about it mm-hmm. Just didn't care <laughs>